I'm curious, do you have a really great BS detector? You're, maybe you're often skeptical of others. Are you really street smart? Would you say you're pretty self-assured? You often find yourself being the leader in the group. Maybe you even struggle to ask for help. Do you love a good challenge? Do you fight really hard for the causes you believe in? Do you have a great sense of humor? I bet you're a blast. You might have thought that these were all parts of your personality, but they might actually be coping mechanisms you've picked up over the course of your life, and they're having a huge impact on how you show up, especially on this motherhood journey. Are you curious to know more? You got to take my personality patterns quiz. Here's what's going on. When you were a child, whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. Over time, those defenses became a habit and then they became a pattern. And now as an adult, what we think of as our personality is often this defense pattern running the show. It's so interesting, right? There are five different personality patterns and they're not personality types like the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs but rather they describe the safety strategies that we immediately go to when we start to feel overwhelmed. They don't describe who we are so much as what's blocking who we are. The good news is that once you take my quiz and learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern, and then you can live and parent your kids as your true and authentic self. Click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com forward slash quiz Now to take my two-minute personality pattern quiz. Welcome to the Calm Mom Podcast, the show for ambitious women ready to get off the hot mess express. I know you've got a lot going on. You work so hard. You're raising an incredible family, and sometimes it can be overwhelming. I'm your host, Michelle Grosser. I'm a certified master life coach, attorney, wife, and mom. And years ago, I was right where you are. I was running a busy law practice while raising a family, and I was on the fast track to burnout. I thought I just needed to be more organized or have better routines, but it was learning how to heal and regulate my nervous system that expanded my capacity to gracefully hold more of this big, beautiful life. You too are worthy of an extraordinary life in and beyond motherhood. Learning to be a calm, anchoring presence in your home and at work is going to be your superpower. If you're here to do the inner work that brings a sense of calm amidst the chaos, I'm here to join you on that journey. Each time you press play, your growth continues. So let's get at it. Hey guys, welcome back to the Calm Mom Podcast. Michelle Grosser here, your master coach. So grateful to spend some time with you today. We have a good topic today. We're going to talk about good vibes only. But before we do, if you haven't yet, if you could just scroll down and leave the show a five-star rating, that would mean so much to me. It really helps to increase the visibility for the show, which means that other moms just like you can also jump on board and join our community and participate in all of the things that we've got going on to help support and equip and encourage fellow moms. So Let's link arms. Let's get the show out there to more women. You can do a small part of that by leaving a five-star rating, maybe even a short review, um, hitting subscribe so you don't miss new episodes. All of that would be so, so appreciated. And then maybe if you could even share this episode or maybe another episode that's really resonated with you, 
if you could just share that with a couple friends, maybe your two closest mom friends. Um, so many of you have shared with me how you've been encouraged by this podcast. So I think it would be really beautiful if you could step out and share it with others. All right. Quick recap about what's going on here at the Calm Mom. And my kids are home. I can hear them playing Barbies in the other room. So if you hear someone screaming, Mom, I'm not ignoring, I'm not ignoring my kids. They're actually, I don't know, playing, playing Barbie. And one of them is the mom. I can hear them screaming. Um, but anyway, on Wednesday, we had the Mom Brain Masterclass. And it was so, 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 so special. Those of you who showed up live, like, thank you so much for just bringing your energy and your questions. We've gotten such great feedback. Um, and then the most exciting part of that masterclass um, for all of us and for me is that we have finally launched our first online course. It is called the Calm Mom Academy. And guys, I have been working so stinking hard on this behind the scenes over the last few months. It is a 12-week self-guided online course, um, all about nervous system regulation, but we are going deep. So it's six different modules, a new module releasing every other week. Um, so you have two weeks per module. It takes 12 weeks to go through the course. And guys, it is jam-packed. We've got nervous system balancing exercises. We do um, a lot of uh, trauma work and a lot of going through the things that trigger us so we can see them coming and how to expand our window of tolerance and our capacity and start releasing a lot of the stored trauma and stress and emotional energy. We do inner child work. We do work around attachment styles and boundaries to help promote secure attachment. Um, we do work with emotions and emotional regulation and release. And you get access to live monthly coaching calls with me. Uh, so, so exciting. So much going on. The spring cohort is starting um, next week. So if you're listening to this in real time and this is something you want to participate in, um, go ahead and reach out to our team. I know um, some of you who are new to our community or maybe you hadn't heard about the masterclass until yesterday or, or after it had happened, we did record it. Um, so if you did not get an email with the replay, get on our mailing list. Um, if you missed it and you're having a hard time finding the masterclass, like shoot me a DM on Instagram at michellegrosser.coach. Pop something into our Facebook group, the Calm Mom Collective, or just shoot my team an email, hello at michellegrosser.com. And we will email you a link to the replay if you just want to watch the Mom Brain Masterclass and you want to learn those powerful strategies that we talked about for anxiety, overwhelm, and burnout. Um, or if you want more information on the Calm Mom Academy, you can go to michellegrosser.com slash academy. Okay, so for today, good vibes only. This weekend, uh, I was going through the girls' room because it's a freaking disaster. And I don't know, maybe it doesn't get better, but for those of you with kids about my age, four and six, like their room is just this constant it feels like a war, a war zone. Like there's just small pieces of stuff everywhere. No matter how much I try to like remove stuff and thin it out and make it so that they don't have a lot of stuff to be everywhere. It just is like, I don't, I don't know how it happens. It feels like Mary Poppins bag where there's just like new stuff coming out 
all the time. But anyway, I was in their closet and I was working with them to try to organize like a little spring cleaning, you know, what fits, what doesn't fit, what needs to go, what needs to be donated, what's like so disgustingly stained that you should not wear out of the, out of the house anymore. And we're going through their clothes and I come across this shirt that Ashton has and it says on it, good vibes only. And I don't know where it came from. Um, it's been in our house a while because I remember Amory wearing it and then, you know, it was a hand-me-down for Ashton and I've, I've never really put too much thought into it. Um, but on this particular day, it just kind of bugged me, honestly. And usually things like that don't really get to me. Like I'm not someone who gets annoyed by stuff like that, or I don't know, there was just something about it on this day. And the more I thought about it, I was like, man, that kind of goes against everything that I'm teaching and everything that I'm coaching about and and the way in which I want to raise my kids and the culture I want to set in my home. And, and in and of itself, you know, it seems innocuous. Like we say these things to each other. We say these things to our kids or to our partners. Good vibes only. Like it all, you know, everything happens for a reason. Chin up, like put a smile on your face, you know, whatever. Stop crying, like whatever. All these things that we say and we, we, we mean well. Like for the most part, we mean well. But if we're not careful, it can actually build quite a harmful culture of toxic positivity and spiritual bypassing. And I want to talk a little bit about that today. Um, because here's the thing, our bodies as, as human beings, our physical bodies are created to be in and out beings. So what does that mean? It means that everything that comes in has got to go out. So everything we eat comes out, everything we drink comes out, even the air that we breathe, right? It comes in and it goes out. And, and the same is true for our emotions. Like the emotions that we feel, the emotions that we absorb, the emotions that are created by what's going on around us, they have to run their course, right? They have to run their loop and their cycle. If they come in, we have to give them an opportunity to be released and not just shoved back down and recycled. Because when they become repressed, when they are held in, when they are not authentically expressed, that causes severe dysregulation to our nervous system in our bodies. And that dysregulation will manifest itself, right, in mental disorders, in emotional disorders, in physical disorders. So it doesn't just hide. It will manifest itself in some way um, that is not healthy or wanted or not serving us well. And the thing I tell my kids always when, when it comes to their emotions is like, all of you is welcome, right? If they're crying on my shoulder. It's like, it's okay. All of you is welcome. All of your emotions are welcome. We do not label any bad emotions in this family, right? There is no bad emotion. All of you, all of your emotions are welcome. They're all okay. They are all signals. Now, there are certainly some emotions that are uncomfortable, right? Whether for them experiencing it or for me, sitting next to them, trying not to lose my ever-loving mind as they're crying or screaming or whining or having a temper tantrum or angry or whatever it is, right? But none of those in and of themselves are bad. They are uncomfortable. But like, let's take anger, for example. Anger isn't a bad emotion. It gets such a bad rap. And I think so often we, especially as women, there are these just cultural norms and these paradigms around anger that women aren't supposed to be angry, that, you know, an angry woman is like some, you know, 
I don't even know, whatever label. I mean, I'm sure you guys can know where I'm going with this. Like, but the truth, right, when we look at the science and we, when we have the, the education and the awareness is that anger is a powerful messenger. Anger has a purpose. It is a powerful messenger that something isn't right. Something is out of alignment. So we're being mistreated in some way. Something that we hold dear is being violated and it makes us angry. But most of us haven't been taught how to approach or express anger in a healthy way. Have you ever caught yourself wondering why you do the things you do? Like, why do you get so angry and yell at your kids when they're moving at a snail's pace in the morning? Or why is it so hard to relax when the house is a mess? If so, you've got to take my personality patterns quiz. Because here's what's going on. When you were a child... Whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. And over time, those defenses became a habit, and then they became a pattern. And now as an adult, what we think of as our personality is really actually often this defense pattern running the show. It's so interesting, right? There's five different personality patterns, and they're not personality types like the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs but rather they describe the safety strategy that you immediately go to when you start to feel overwhelmed. They don't describe who you are, but rather what's actually blocking who you are. And the good news is that once you take the quiz and you learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern and then live and parent as your true and authentic self. So click on the quiz link in the show notes Or go to michellegrosser.com forward slash quiz now to take my two-minute personality patterns quiz. Don't get me wrong here. Like some of our kids' emotions can be super triggering for us as parents. Super triggering. So it can be easy for us to get sucked into, um, you know, wanting to just tell them like stop crying or stop whining or it's okay. Or like I get all of that. And I was there too. Like my kids whining. For, for years was like nails on a chalkboard to me. Like when they were a little bit younger, two, three, like it would drive me berserk when they were whining. I couldn't handle it. It was just so triggering for me. Um, but, but that's why it's so important that we learn how to regulate our own bodies so that we can grow our window of tolerance, right? Because as I was able to heal and regulate my nervous system, I was able to grow my window of tolerance for the emotions I can hold and handle of my children without it triggering me and causing me to become dysregulated myself, right? Because when I have when I when I have the capacity, when I'm able to increase that window of tolerance and I can stand there and hold these big emotions with my kids without becoming dysregulated myself, man, that's when I have my best parenting moments. It really is. That's when I'm able to teach. That's when I'm able to coach. That's when I'm able to discipline and parent them. And that's when I'm able to like approach their temper tantrum or their whining or whatever it is from a place of curiosity, from a place of compassion um, when they aren't bringing the good vibes. Because when I am regulated, then I can parent from a place of curiosity from a place of compassion, even when they aren't bringing the good vibes, right? But I can't do that when I'm dysregulated. And when I had this revelation, 
it really changed how I approached my kids when they didn't have good vibes, right? Like most of the whining, the crying, the tantrums, the all, all of these things that can be really triggering for us as parents, even those of you with older children, school-age children or older children, I know there's things that they do that are super triggering, <laughs> triggering right? Most of these things emotionally are our kids actually trying to regulate themselves, especially when they're younger. When your kids are crying, they are trying to regulate, right? They're having an emotional release or something going on their body and on in their body that is dysregulating and they are trying to cry to bring regulation to their nervous system. Same thing with whining. It took me a long time to understand this, but once I realized oh, they're whining because there's something going on right now that they're actually trying to regulate. They don't have the same tools and skills I do. And the whining is a form of regulation for them, right? So what they need, my kids, what your kids, our kids, what they need in that moment, that moment of dysregulation, right, is they actually need us to step in and help them co-regulate, right, until they're able to do it uh, more independently. So it's not that we need to step in and teach them to bury their uncomfortable emotions or suppress their uncomfortable emotions because they're not acceptable, right? Or for, or, or worse, maybe for us to get so triggered that we just escalate everything and they're dysregulated and we're dysregulated and everyone just goes to bed crying with no dinner. Like there have been nights like that in my house. I'll be honest with you guys. Um, it happens. And it's not, it's not great. It's not great. But the more we take responsibility for our own regulation and our own um, neurological health and our own mental, emotional, and physical health, the more that those types of moments um, will be further and fewer in between. So we talk about this in relation to our kids and why it is toxic for us to expect them to bring good vibes only. But the foundation for this podcast is really to equip you, the moms, as women and as whole human beings. And I think what I want most for you to take away from this episode is like, take a minute right now and think how often your self-talk is good vibes only, right? Is quote unquote good vibes only. Like how often do you feel the need to be strong? And I say that in quotation marks, right? Like how often do you feel the need to be the strong one, to be positive, to put on a happy face, to be compliant, to you know, not take up space or heaven forbid, like inconvenience anyone again in air quotes with how you're actually feeling when you really just want to kick and scream or curl up in a ball or like put your head and be hugged on someone's shoulder and have a good cry. Because the more we suppress our emotions and the more we don't allow ourselves to feel and tell ourselves we have to be strong, we have to have good vibes only, we have to be positive all the time and we have to show up in a particular way, like the more that we do that, instead of actually feeling what we're feeling and allowing those emotions to run their cycle and release, the more our body is storing emotional energy. And when our body stores emotional energy that it does not allow to release, that leads to dysregulation. And that leads to a really narrow window of tolerance. And when we are operating with a really narrow window of tolerance, that means the tiniest little thing sets us off. It sets us off. We're triggered so easily. So we had, you know, something happen and, and someone let us down or, you know, something didn't come to be like we thought it would. And we're super disappointed and sad, but, but we don't show it, right? Heaven forbid we show any vulnerability and we hold that pain in. Like, don't be surprised when 
later that day or the next morning, you have this seemingly disproportionate response to some little thing and, and you, you lose your mind, right? It's because we've learned poor emotional hygiene, poor emotional hygiene. And I guess I just want to end, end here, right? Like good vibes only is, is toxic. Let's, let's call it what it is. But the other extreme is also toxic, right? Like we cannot be um, irresponsible with how we release our emotions, with how we attempt to regulate or how we act when we do suppress and then things start to leak out here and there. Because good vibes only is toxic, but the other extreme is also toxic. So what this means is that our kids, ourselves, like none of us get a pass for any and all behavior. So don't confuse my message here about all emotions being welcome, which is true and healthy, with all behavior being welcome. They are not the same thing. So when I parent my children, that all of them is welcome, all of their emotions are okay, they can feel what they feel, there's no need for them to hide or to suppress or feel shame about their emotions. That is very different than me giving them a green light to do whatever they want when they're feeling a certain way. And the same is true for us as adults, right? Just because I am feeling a certain way doesn't mean I can then have a license to do whatever I want and get away with it. Not the same. So my kids can be really, really angry and that's okay and it's healthy and I want to be able to support them and learning how to express that anger in a healthy way. But I will not allow them to hurt anyone, to hurt themselves, to break anything in our home because they're angry. And the same thing applies for us as adults too, probably even more so, right? Like I can be really, again, I guess back to the disappointed example, like I can be really disappointed that someone let me down, really hurt by it or feel really sad about it. But that doesn't mean that that I can then come home and take that disappointment out on my husband or my kids by you know, being short with them or rude or whatnot, because we are all ultimately responsible for our own actions, right? Our own behaviors. So I think this is a beautiful thing we can embody. We can embody it ourselves. And then a beautiful thing that we can teach our kids. All of their emotions are welcome, not just the pleasant ones, the fun ones, the ones that are, you know, enjoyable to be around, but man, the uncomfortable ones too. There is purpose in all of them and it's okay. They're all messengers, right? Our emotions are messengers. And I think there's so much power in teaching our children to actually listen to the message of their emotions rather than teaching them to avoid the messenger or suppress the messenger or kill the messenger, right? Again, that doesn't give them a free pass. It doesn't give us a free pass on how we behave. But when we can harness a healthy expression of our full range of emotions, right? Not good vibes only, all of our emotions. There's such an opportunity there to grow in really beautiful, really powerful, really healthy, authentic expression. If you love mommy's polygraph, leave a review. If you enjoyed this episode, It would be so awesome if you could take a moment to subscribe and rate the podcast. And if you have just a few more seconds to leave a quick review, they really help to get this podcast out to other moms like you. 
I read every last review, and trust me, when it's late at night or early in the morning before my kids get up and I'm working on bringing you all of this content, your reviews are what keep me going. Leaving a review is truly the best way you can thank me. And of course, DM me on Instagram. I love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to another episode. Head over to the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at michellegrosser.com where you'll find free resources and more ways to connect with me. If you love the show, share it with a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next time.